You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. If you are looking to improve the performance and return on investment of your marketing, especially your Facebook ads, you are in the right place. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast, and it's very, very cool to have you tuning in. So thanks for being here. In today's episode, I'm talking to Lauren about video ads, because this month we're all about Facebook ads and you have, have, have to be testing video ads. I know I'm going to be saying in this episode that I'm a bit scared by video ads, but I know just how powerful they are. And I know that you're all going to find them really useful too. Now, as you know, each month we do go deep into a different marketing method, This month, it's the turn of Facebook ads. We've already done graphics. We've already done dark posting. And in today's episode, we're getting into video ads. What sort of video ads to do at each stage of the funnel? We're going to be talking about how to put those video ads together for different types of angles that you're trying to get in front of the customer. Lots of tips on the best formats that are working, why captions are essential. Worry about your captions. Don't worry about your music or your voiceover. And um, my guest, Lauren, shares lots of really clever tips about making the whole process much easier and, of course, making the optimization process much easier too. We're just about to meet her, but before we do, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Klaviyo will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with Facebook ads expert Lauren Schwartz. Lauren has been in graphic design since 2006 and over the years has got increasingly involved in what it takes to make ad campaigns successful. In 2014, she consolidated her love for e-commerce sales growth and great ad design when she founded The Loft 325. Working with many fast growth D2C brands, she's here to give us the latest tips on how to make our ad videos spot on. Hello, Lauren. Hi, Chloe. Thank you for having me on the show. It's great to have you here. Um, as, as we were just discussing off air, video ads, not something I'm particularly good at. So I'm really <laughs> pleased we've got an expert here to uh, to give the lo- the audience what they need to know. I know video ads are, are really powerful, but that's about as far as I go. But before we get into all of that, how did you get into the world of Facebook ads? Yeah, so I've been working in e-commerce for over 15 years. Um, I've done a lot of different things, you know, working from building landing pages to uh, email marketing. And I, you know, started working on Facebook and social media. And I just kind of fell in love with it, finding that I really like to try to figure out how I could get people to click and convert within the first 15 seconds. Um, so it was just something that, you know, I, I, I found fascinating and I just wanted to dive more into. So that's kind of where I, you know, kind of started, I guess. It's one of those things, Facebook ads, Google ads, e-commerce in general, people do seem to get the bug when they start seeing those results coming in. It becomes addictive, doesn't it? Yes, yes. It's very much like a game to me. Like I, I really like to try to figure out, you know, how can I get people to really 
convert faster. So obviously you have a 15 second, 30 second span, but really you're, you know, with Facebook ads, you really have to try to get people to click within the first three seconds. And I find that, you know, it's actually getting shorter now. So now it's more of like, like I said, kind of like a game to me of like, okay, how can I get people to understand what I'm trying to say and get them to want to know more information to click onto the website? So yeah, it's, it's very fascinating for me. Yeah, I was like, anyone out there, if you're not working with someone who's doing your Facebook ads, who isn't going, it's like a game, it's so cool seeing the numbers come up, getting the conversions, then you need to find someone else to look after it. And the same goes with the Google ads. If they're not that excited by it, you have the wrong person doing it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Lauren, so I'm going to start with a slightly controversial question, which is, this is the reason I don't do much of the way video ads. It's because they're so much harder to create than flat graphics. So is it really worth going to all the effort of creating a video for an ad? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously static images, they're still very relevant. I mean, as far as Facebook goes, you know, a static image, you can still convey your message very quickly. And with a static image, it shows your product right away. And it shows, you know, whatever sort of text overlay you want to put on there. So it can grab your attention, but so much now that is out there is video related. And I mean, you have TikTok out there, you have Instagram stories, reels, everything, all of it is video content. And a lot of times I feel like small businesses feel like they have to have these high production value type shoots. And really all you need is your iPhone um, and able to shoot a video on your phone. And you can create amazing ads just on either apps on your phone or, you know, simple, simple tools like IG, uh, IG Reels and TikTok can actually help you edit your, your videos within the platform. So I definitely feel like video is, it's not going away and it's actually, it's really not that hard to create. Okay. I believe you, I think. Um, <laughs> so what, what we're saying is it doesn't have to be the quality level of, I don't know, a Mercedes Benz ad. It needs to be a bit realer than that. Yeah. I mean, obviously if you have high budgets and you can afford to make Mercedes Benz ads, <laughs> then obviously, yes, like, you know, you can go ahead and, and shoot that content. But I think what works so well with Facebook and Instagram is that people like to see that human interaction and they don't necessarily like to be sold to. And so I think the authenticity of having people shoot content on their phones, talking about products, it just really gives you that sort of organic looking feel. And as you scroll through your feed, as you you know, scroll through stories, you can see these people that are talking about this product and it's kind of like talking to your friend. So it's, you know, it's really easy to get engaged with that sort of content and want to click and understand what they are talking about. Yeah. And, and we've, we've talked about kind of not the, not necessarily the Mercedes Benz level quality, but what sort of things should we be talking about in these video ads? You know, do we, is it, you know, a couple of product shots flying across the screen and then a flashing graphic that says half price off, or is it something a bit more, um, more intelligent than that? Yeah. I mean, I think as far as video goes, it, you know, obviously it depends on your product. So if you have, you know, an actual physical product that you can talk about and talk about all of the features and benefits, uh, those are obviously great things to get people to 
you know, be interested and kind of learn more about your product. If you have an app, you know, that you're selling, um, I find a lot of times showing the actual app itself. So, you know, having a, a shot of your phone and kind of scrolling through the app, showing all the different features and benefits that way, you know, there's different ways that you can make your product interesting, but really giving it that sort of conversational type feel. So like, again, talking to like how you and I are talking and just explaining the product to each other in a way that makes it so that people are like, oh, that that sounds interesting. I think I want to learn more. So yeah, I mean, it again, it depends on the product, but I definitely feel like making things very native and organic looking are what, you know, really make people want to, to click. And you're saying product quite a lot there. So is it is it more important to be creating videos that talk about individual products that we sell or is it more important to be creating videos about kind of our brand and our story? So I think it's both actually. So, you know, obviously, so as far as Facebook ads go and Facebook videos, you know, there's going into the Facebook structure, you have sort of your prospecting audience. So really trying to grab people's attention, um, really trying to understand, you know, what the product or brand is. So what I like to do is I like to create video ad creatives um, that are specific for each part of the funnel. So prospecting um, or top of the funnel, re-engagement or remarketing middle of the funnel. And then you have basically like the bottom funnel, uh, like retargeting. So basically talking about the product, I like to put that at the top of the funnel or the prospecting level. So really focusing on the features and benefits, testimonials, and then testing that sort of, you know, product um, and brand story within the re-engagement. So they've already seen your product at the beginning. And now when you go into sort of the middle of the funnel, um, remarketing, retargeting, that's where you can talk more about your actual brand and the brand story and, you know, um, talking about how, um, you know, the brand kind of came about. So kind of really just drawing them in a little bit more. So I think it's kind of both. So Lauren, what surprised me about what you were saying there about the funnel is that you would put brand in the middle, the videos about your brand and your story in the middle, because I'd always assumed you have to go with those at the top of the funnel. Yeah. And again, I think, so the biggest thing too is also creative testing. So again, it always depends on how you want to kind of position your brand, but I mean, at the end of the day, the biggest thing you want to do is get people to click and convert. And so for me, I do like to test a lot of the products at the beginning, at the top of the funnel, because I feel like that's that's where you pe- where you want people to click. And so again, like they are going to be served more ads as they interact with your with your first ad. And so the beginning is kind of where you want to grab them and get them to be interested in what you're talking about. They may not purchase at the beginning, but that's where you can, again, sort of start layering in your brand story, your messaging, you know, as they kind of get more ads served to them within the middle of the funnel. So that's how personally I like to test things because I feel like that's, I mean, that's, has worked a lot for a lot of the brands that I work with. So I think it's something that is definitely good to test. But again, 
some of these strategies may not work specifically for your brand. But again, that's the, the best thing about Facebook is that you can always layer in and you can always create a test. Oh, completely. And yeah, guys, anything we're saying in any of these episodes about marketing, it's to test, not to just do it and assume it's going to work. So I get why product at the top will work because you're kind of saying, here's our product. This is what we are going to try and sell you. Be interested in it. Right. Great. You're interested. Now let us convince you. And that's when the story and the brand comes in. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And then when you said about uh, the, at the top of the funnel, those videos about the product, it was videos about the features and the benefits and videos about the testimonials. Any idea on which one of those it's worth testing first or is it very much a product by product thing? I definitely think it's kind of a product by product thing that you would need to test. But again, in Facebook, you can set up creative testing campaigns Um, in order to test what is going to resonate better with your audience. So one audience, you know, one or one brand or product might have testimonials work better. And another brand or audience might have um, product, you know, features and benefits work better. So again, it's all about testing. Um, But I definitely feel like having both of those to test at the beginning is something that, you know, every, every brand should be doing. And obviously we're talking about video here, but would we, um, would we test in that way video versus graphic? Yeah. You, again, I, I still think that, um, you know, video and static imagery is something that is, you know, super beneficial, but again, you can, you can do creative testing campaigns and test your videos, test your static images, and you can simply apply the same sort of methods to a static image where you have a still image and you put a testimonial or a review on top of the image as a text overlay, or you put a feature and benefit on top of a still image um, that you have done exactly for, you know, a video. So again, it's all the things that you can do to test your creatives, you know, within Facebook. And what we should also say is do not test a graphic with a testimonial against a video that talks about features and benefits. You've got to test the same thing against the same thing. Otherwise, you won't know what's working. Is it the content or is it the format? Lauren, we talk, we're talking about kind of, let's focus in on those, those features and the benefits videos and the testimonial emails. What does a, does a typical features and benefits video look like? Is it, is it the guy explaining how to put up a tent or is it... Um, you know, a number of pictures of a tent talking about how you can use it? Yeah. So I think, you know, I think sometimes people get confused actually with what a feature and a benefit is. And a lot of times people actually put, you know, the features within the benefits. So, you know, I like to break it down. A feature is explaining what the product is and how it works And a benefit is how it actually works for you as the consumer. So if you kind of break it up that way, it's easy to, you know, kind of add in these features and benefits. So, you know, for putting a video together, if I, you know, want to just talk specifically about the features, you know, I will show the product image. Um, I would have call outs as, you know, what what this, what this feature actually is, what it does, that sort of thing. And then a benefit 
is, you know, showing someone actually physically using it, how it actually can work within their lifestyle and how it can, you know, like a tent, for instance, like you said, like showing them going camping and how it fits, you know, this many people and how it's actually beneficial to this family to use as they go camping. So I think that's kind of where you need to figure out your features and your benefits when, like before you even start testing your products. I think sometimes people get really confused and they think a feature is actually a benefit. So really kind of focusing in on on what those those are and calling those out specifically. Be warned everyone, it's really hard. <laughs> Personally, I'm outlining features versus benefits so hard, um, but so worthwhile doing. So we might actually end up with a features video, a benefits video and our testimonials video to see, see what works. Um, so Lauren, with that, we're talking about things being said or or done in that video noise and captions on our video ads should should we always have a voiceover should we always have music should we always have captions so people can read it even if they've got sound turned off yeah so i mean 80% of people don't listen to your video with sound on it's i mean wow. it's just a known fact so i as a designer, sometimes it is hard to, you know, make this really great design and then have to add in a caption overlay because it, when you look at it aesthetically, you're just like, "Ugh, I hate these captions." But at the same time, like you really want to call out, you know, if, if people don't have the sound on and they're, you know, looking at the video, they want to know what you're talking about. And, you know, I have seen a lot of larger brands that they have this great information of people showing this product, but the sound's off. And so I have no idea what they're talking about. And when you click on it to listen to it, it's like, oh my gosh, like there's so much great information in this video, but I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm just going to scroll right past it. So aesthetically, yes, I, I personally don't like captions, but as a marketer and someone who knows that you have to have them, you just have to do it. You really need to add in those captions so that people understand what is actually going on and explaining, you know, what is actually happening in this video. So yes, I do feel like, you know, adding sound, adding voiceovers, adding captions, all, you know, it just makes a great ad overall, even though, like I said, 80% of the people don't have their sound on. It's still good to have because some people do listen to it with the sound on, but always, always, always make sure you have captions. <laughs> it's it's a must. Got you. So spend more time sweating over the captions than you do over the music or the voice. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then testimonials. I'm so pleased you mentioned testimonials because we've had multiple people on the show in the last few months talking about, about the power of user-generated content. So how? what's your favorite type of testimonial video? Yeah. So, I mean, I do, I do a ton of videos where it's all user-generated content. And again, I think for me, actually, recently, it's been a lot of people from TikTok. So, I, I found that so many people on TikTok, because it's such a quicker, you know, it's a quicker platform, you have to get to the product or the information right away. I actually feel like TikTok influencers know how to sell it and they know how to sell things really fast. 
and they know how to get your attention. And so personally, what I've really been interested in is the kind of whole, you know, TikTok creator um, type UGC um, with the transitions and kind of their, you know, fun text overlays. Um, They show the product you know, within the first second of that video. And so I think for me, that's kind of been the fun thing that I've really been into lately. Um, But, you know, as far as the testimonials go, you know, like you said, user-generated content is great. And again, the the biggest thing for me with user-generated content is that you need to talk about or show the product within the first three seconds. That is an absolute must. So within the first three seconds the product is front and center. Yes. Okay. And and when you're saying about the TikTok, that's not necessarily running ads on TikTok, but that's getting customers and influencers to create content on TikTok because it naturally leads them creating a more usable video that you can then deploy on Facebook. Exactly. Yes. Nice. Very nice. And do you ever do a testimonials? Because I know a lot of people out there listening are going, getting a video review from a customer? Dear Lord, we can't get them to write anything. <laughs> yeah. um, do you do ones which are kind of like written testimonies, I don't know, being read by a, by a voice artist or being, you know, sliding across the screen? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times I, I've tried to work with companies because you're right. There are a lot of people that either don't want to get on camera and talk about a product, um, you know, writing reviews, a lot of people don't want to do. Um, you know, we have tested a bunch of, of times where on, especially for email is once they get the product, you know, and they have that kind of follow-up email of, you know, your thank you, you know, your, uh, thank you for purchasing, please send us a video, you know, we could give you a discount. Like I've, I've seen that work a lot with, with, um, people getting sort of testimonials back again, you kind of have to pick and choose what sort of content you actually get back from people because, you know, a lot of people, they're regular Joes and they don't, you know, they don't know how to shoot content and they don't know how to shoot like a great testimonial. Sometimes I do find that those sort of raw, um, custom, like customer experiences or customer testimonials seem to be the best because it's real and they, you know, are genuinely giving you that great feedback. Um, if you're looking for an influencer to sort of test your product and give you a review, I usually like to send them kind of a scripted, um, like a scripted, you know, version of, of what I want them to at least talk about. So not necessarily read it verbatim, but here are the key points that you should be pointing out. So then when I create my video ads, I can take those call outs that they've recorded for me and put them in the ads so that it kind of goes along with, again, features and benefits and talking about the product and any sort of specific call outs that I want to actually have within the ad creative. Very nice. Well, Lauren, I think you've given us an awful lot of insight there into how to go about creating and testing those video ads. We're now going to pause for a reminder of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the wider world of Facebook advertising. 
Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Lauren, so far we've gone deep into video ads. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of Facebook ads. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with Facebook ads, which of course does include video ads. Um, Lauren, you ready for these? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. Okay, let's start with Facebook ads newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step with Facebook ads, and dear Lord, I hope we have, um, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Yeah. So again, I think that there is a lot of information out there that, you know, talks about Facebook and Facebook advertising. Um, For someone who is looking to create their first actual ad creative, I would definitely say, make sure you have really good product photography. So that's definitely a must. Um, And then get any sort of video like I said, where people user generated content, either you talking about the product specifically, you as the owner know exactly what the product is. And so it's really great to get that sort of content initially. And then, you know, showing the product in use, and really just getting, you know, again, those features and benefits and really show showcasing your product at a high level. I think that's sort of the, the big thing to kind of start your creative is getting those sorts of content at the beginning so that you can really hone in on that and then kind of figure out and test what's going to work for your audience. Nice. Okay. Um, Once we've started, of course, we've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve Facebook ads performance? Yeah. So again, I am a big advocate of creative testing. That is what I do constantly with my, with my clients. And a lot of times, you know, once we've kind of found that I want to call it, I guess, a super creative, something that I know works really, really well, then the next thing I like to do is make iterations off of that. So an iteration could include changing up the first three seconds of your video, whether it's, you know, um, again, showing the product within the first three seconds, um, kind of showing the product in a different way in the first three seconds, really just sort of changing up that sort of first three seconds of your video content and really making it so that it looks different from what has already been working. So something, you know, like a new angle to test. A lot of times too, I also like to change the text overlay or the creative copy that goes onto the ad within the first three seconds as well. So you know, your first video may not have had any sort of copy at the beginning. So a next iteration would be to test copy at the beginning to grab their attention. So I really like to take 
the learnings that I found from the beginning and really start to go into my creative testing and really start honing in on what is going to grab those people, you know, your audience's attention quickly. So just constantly making iterations. That's, you know, I, I make iterations all the time and I'm constantly creative testing. I love that. So it's not just about create a new whole new video. It's we might just tweak the first three seconds. Now, could that literally be as be adding um, a, a static written testimonial yep. on the first three seconds? Exactly. Yes. Something that's just, you know, totally different from the ad that, you know, has been working, just changing it up a little bit. And like you said, just adding in a static image with a testimonial is is a great way to start. And so easy. That's cool. So you, you can use your video ads again and again and again and just tweak those first three seconds. Oh, that's a genius tip. Um, okay. Uh, you're almost convincing me to do video ads myself. Uh, <laughs> if someone listening wants to learn more about Facebook ads, is there one cheap or free resource you'd recommend? Honestly, YouTube. There is a ton of people out there that, you know, I know that I've worked with. Um, you know, what my partner actually, Savannah Sanchez, um, or the social Savannah, she gives great tips. Um, she actually shows you how to build ad account structures on YouTube. Um, Dara Denny, she's a great one as well, who, you know, she really talks about how to break down Facebook and how to kind of, you know, optimize as well. So Honestly, there there's a ton of resources out there, and there's a ton of free resources out there. Um, two of those are are great ways, you know, great places to start. They really give such great information to you from the beginning. Excellent. That's the Social Savannah and Dara Denny. Yes. Excellent. We'll put links to uh, to both those YouTube channels in the show notes, guys, so you can all get to those really nice and easily. Okay. Finally, Lauren, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for with our Facebook ads? Yeah. So like I said, um, TikTok, you know, TikTok user generated content is actually going to be really big, I think. Um, and I feel that you know, before we used to have to, we had used to have about 15 seconds to work with as far as ad creatives go. I've been seeing that it's been getting shorter now. So it's been between six to 10 seconds. So actually grabbing people's attention, getting information shorter in a shorter amount of time than actually having that longer sort of 15 seconds. So I feel like this is going to be a trend that's going to be picking up within the next six to 10 months. And, you know, it's, it's something that I feel like people are, you know, a lot of people just don't have the attention span anymore to watch a full 15 second ad. They just want to get to it as quickly as possible. I like it. Okay, cool. Well, Lauren, um, we're very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yeah. So my website is the loft 325. Um, again, Instagram, you can follow me at the loft 325 and on Twitter at, um, at loft 325. So it's pretty much anything, the loft 325. And I am actually starting, I just started my YouTube channel, um, talking all about ad creatives. So it's just all going to be, you know, these sort of tips within a video format so that you can start learning, you know, Facebook creatives and really start helping you kind of help with your Facebook ads. I love it. Well, we'll make sure we get you some more subscribers to that YouTube channel. Um, what, what's the name of your YouTube channel? Um, it's called Creative That Converts. 
Cool. Well, there you go, guys. You know exactly which YouTube channel you need to subscribe to next, Creative That Converts. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You've made the world of creating our own video ads seem a lot more approachable and given us some amazing tips on how to on how to make the optimization process so much easier. So um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you, Chloe. This was a lot of fun. Well, everyone, there you go. Facebook video ads, and to be honest, video ads for any platform, demystified. Um, I particularly liked the idea of putting the product front and foremost at the top of the funnel. So that first ad that people see the first time they hear about you. Loved that tip about putting the... um, uh, what you might call it, changing just the first three seconds of the video ad. I thought that was genius because because well, they do take, even when you get get, get kind of up to speed on it, they do take quite a bit of time to get right uh, the first time you do a video. So the fact you could just change that first three seconds up in order to test it again and to put it in front of people to get capture more attention, really, really clever. And I also particularly liked um, using... TikTok as the platform to get your UGC created. So what basically what Lauren was saying was that people, because of the way TikTok is, people tend to create more punchy user-generated videos on TikTok. Therefore, if you ask people to create videos for you on TikTok, then you can download them and repurpose them on Facebook and you get a better quality video without having to explain too much what you're after. So I thought that, that was a really kind of genius tip as well. Lots in there to help you get started with video, with your video ads. And if you want to understand a little bit more about the whole idea of user-generated content and those ads, then do check out a couple of other episodes that we've done. One was over Christmas with the marvellous Joanna Steele. That's episode 27, where she's talking about user-generated content in all its different formats. And then, then um, Kevin Arutia from Voy Media was back in episode 17 talking completely exclusively about using user-generated content on Facebook. So, um, and in Facebook ads as well. So there was lots going on uh, there for you to kind of take this, this, what we've been talking about today to another level. Okay. As part of my mission to help you improve your marketing, I have invited all of our Facebook ad specialists to join us for a Q&A webinar at the end of this month. It's your chance to get your questions answered because I know a lot of you have probably got some questions coming out of the various topics we've been covering. So come along and you'll get them answered. To get registered, just go to keepoptimizing.com and there you will find out all the details. And if you're listening to this after the webinar happened, don't worry, you can still catch that replay. Just head to keepoptimizing.com. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. Please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I'm trying to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.